now serving butter and bacon. The good stuff. Do you not? Do you not have cable, Dean? I, I wow. I don't. I don't. I um. <laughs> no, I'm just asking. I, I, I not every. There are a lot of cord cutters now, so I was just asking if he was a cord cutter. No, we have every channel on cable, which makes it harder to watch TV. It does. No, I'm. Because you spend like the introduction time of every show just trying to find something to watch, basically. and then you find something to watch, and it's like. Well, I, what happened before? I do all of that, and then I just hit the guide button until the little sports icon comes up and figure out what game I'm going to watch instead. Yeah. <laughs> I tend we to be watching so nothing sports. but sports. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I hardly, and, and when we do watch a show, it's going to be on HBO, and we still DVR it so oh, that we can watch it whenever we want. Mm -hmm. So, you know, people are like, oh, did you watch the show? I was like, I have no idea when it comes on, <laughs> because I'll watch it on random Wednesday at 837. Yeah, and you wait for there to be like four or five episodes, so you can just kind of uh, watch them to see if you actually like the show or not. Binge through. I, I feel like, like a lot of these networks and a lot of these shows only get viewership from like offices where they have the TV up on the wall, where you can, <laughs> like like a hospital waiting room right? or like you know a dentist's office or. That. So it's like, let's just put the TV on a random channel to entertain the people waiting. Trying to avoid the news. Yeah, oh yes. Absolutely. Well, you know who else is trying to avoid the news is our guests. Hi, welcome to Butter and Bacon. We discuss the good stuff of Disney and not the news, not on this show. No ma'am, no sir. Uh, with us, as mostly always, is Amy. Hi Amy, how are you today? Hello, Polly. It's a beautiful day here, a balmy, breezy fall afternoon. The pollen, count, the pollen count is very low here today as well, which oh, that's I'm excellent. super stoked about as a sufferer of the hay fever. And yeah, do you have the windows open or no? I don't have the windows open, but I'm considering doing that after we record because there are loud noises outside at the moment. I understand. So. And speaking of mm. loud noises, Dean, how are you? Sounds like uh, Amy is going to avoid being another 80s sitcom uh, character and she will not be wheezy today. No. <laughs> I guess I guess that, that bridge 70s and 80s, but you still get the reference. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's there. She's it moving on up. Bridges it, it to the east side. It also bridges with, with some Toy Story. It does. Well, it Toy does. Story Two action. Oh yeah. I hope that was Kentucky you, Pie. You got a piece of him. <laughs> if you didn't get the the television show reference, maybe you will get the Disney reference. If you didn't get the Disney reference, why are you listening to? This? <laughs> why are you on this show right now? And are you cord cutter you because you're not watching network television and you're listening to a Disney podcast. There you go. <laughs> and much like I said, we are not talking news. We are talking Disney. Uh, came up. We were actually just kind of talking about uh, World Showcase Pavilion Showdown. Uh, you know, Amy said, what do you guys like to do? Like, what's your favorite pavilion? What kind of history do you have? So we thought it'd be fun to kind of pair it up. You know, which, which pavilions would we rather do? And then um, maybe crown, like, our favorite World Showcase pavilion. I don't know if I've ever thought of it that way before. Um, you know, really taking each pavilion as a whole. So, um, 
Dean, do, do, do you have any ground rules that uh, you've laid out for this? Or, I do. Uh, so, what do you think? Given Amy's affection for basketball, I'm going NCAA tournament style, although not the big tournament. This is more like a conference tournament because we have 11 teams. So uh, I have obviously given American Adventure the bye because, you know. Have to. It's American Home Adventure. Court. And then the I randomly ACC selected tournament. four others to get the first round by, and the other six will square off in the play-in round, and then we'll have down to eight teams, and we'll go pair by pair, and we will select our favorite pavilion. So I wanted to give guidelines, sort of thoughts to keep in mind, topics, if you will, ways that we can compare and contrast each of the pavilions. So here are the five categories I came up with, and let me know if you think I missed anything you'd like to include. Uh, one is restaurants and bars. Two, attractions and characters. Three, the shopping. Four, the overall theme and architecture of the pavilion. And then five is your personal connection to the pavilion. I like it. So, Amy, we'll... what do you think? Approved. All right. So we'll march down on those categories for each of our pairings. March. Uh, yeah, you like that. <laughs> that was for your benefit. And uh, see if we can name ourselves a conference champion here. So... Uh, if you'd like to hear the seating, and again, we could always argue about the seating, but you know, there's some there's some mid-season upsets, some early round play that was bad. So here's the way they got seated: the American is Adventure, Louisville anywhere in here? You know, <laughs> I got 98% of the shoe money that went to the Italy Pavilion. So <laughs> are they like Pinocchio's Village House shoes, like those wooden clogs? <laughs> Sorry, I had to. <laughs> I had to. Oh, right. oh my joyful laughter. Oh, you know, I, I, know. I probably should have oh. shouldn't have said Italy. I probably should have said the UK pavilion. Right. <laughs> nice. Oh, UK pavilion. Very nice. This year, seated sixth. The one seat, as I said, American Adventure. The two seat is Mexico. The mm. three seat is Canada. Overseated. Four seat is Germany. <laughs> The five oh, seat is Norway. He's already commenting on <laughs> He did the seating. I pulled it out don't of the hat. Have, don't we have listenership in Canada? Yes, we do. Hi, Shark. Uh, the... Tread carefully, sir. Mm. We have UK listenership, too. Uh, yes, we do. <laughs> well, they got the six seat thanks to the random draw out of the hat. Um, nice. The seven seat is Italy. The eight seat Japan. Nine is China. Ten is France. And the 11 seat will be Morocco. So that all sounds good, and and uh, I'd also like to note the hat is not the giant sombrero that Amy has. Who's <laughs> the only person <laughs> to bring that thing home? <laughs> Unfortunately, it is not the huge sombrero. It is not. No, literally, no. literally, the hat actually was a basket. The only one I, I forced in was the American Adventure getting the one seat. Well, it has to. I mean, you know, odd number, American Adventure, home court. Yeah, you get the buy. Yeah. Using the big Mexican sombrero would have been tampering anyway. <laughs> tampering. <laughs> oh, you play La Cucaracha every time you pull one out. Patino <laughs> getting his hand in on everything. <laughs> okay. All right, we'll start with our first pairing. We had our six seed, the UK Pavilion against Morocco. And again, keeping in mind, restaurants and bars, attractions and characters, shopping, theme and architecture, and your personal connection. So, Amy, when I said UK versus Morocco, what, what popped into your head initially? Well, what popped into my head initially is that I didn't even know Morocco had an NCAA-eligible basketball team. But uh, I, I think we can take them. I think we'll be all right. 
<laughs> but seriously, folks, uh, UK versus Morocco. My first, my first reaction was, let's think about the food. For, for the record, so, Amy, before you go any farther, uh, Mohammed Hashad of Northwestern, one of their guards, is from Morocco. Uh, Rida Ralimi from St. Mary's, their center, is from Morocco, along with a handful of other players. Okay. Well, great. I, I, I don't know if they could come together as like a super team, like a, a transformer. <laughs> like, Iona has like, a big man yeah. from Morocco. Buffalo has a big man from Morocco. They're, they are well represented in the NCAAs. That's cool. I didn't know that. I had no idea. All right. Well, anyway, meanwhile, back to the ranch. <laughs> Let's see. All right. The so. tri-circle D ranch? Yes, love the horses. Okay, so food, because I love food. Let's see, the United Kingdom has the Rose and Crown Pub and the Rose and Crown Dining Room. Tasty. Um, Soccer players need not apply. <laughs> Timely. Timely. Wait, we weren't talking news. We're not talking news. We sorry, weren't sorry, talking sorry. news. No, sir. we're not talking news. Moving on. Let's see. Yeah. So both the, both the United Kingdom and Morocco both have a table service restaurant. There's the dining room at Rose and Crown, and then there is Restaurant Marrakesh. I've never eaten at Restaurant Marrakesh. I hear mixed reviews about Marrakesh, but I love the counter service place, the Tangerine Cafe. Um, You're missing then, another table service. At Morocco, oh, Spice Road Table. Spice Road Table. I always yeah. forget about Slice Road Table. I think so does everyone else. I think that's consistent across. <laughs> I think everyone forgets about Slice Road Table. But don't they also have another bar? Like Slice Road Table, does that have a bar? I think it's got one built in. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that would sort of compete with the pub over at Rose and Crown. Eh, my does winner it. on this. <laughs> Would be my personal winner on this would be the United Kingdom because the United Kingdom has a toy store and they also have the Winnie the Pooh sometimes and they also have Alice in Wonderland and, and that Mary hedge Poppins maze. Yeah, mm -hmm. there's a lot of cool things at the United Kingdom and Pavilion. The lady, yes, they have a lot of I like the shopping better at the United Kingdom Pavilion as well. You can get like um, candy and chocolates from the United Kingdom. Like I think that's a place where a lot of people go to get like Cadbury chocolates. Um, sort of things like that. And I really like Rose and Crown as well. That's that's my that's sort of my jam. But there are things I absolutely love about Morocco. The winding walkways. And then there's like a museum. Um, they have Aladdin and Jasmine and the genie. Which, which makes no sense. We can argue <laughs> about the, how they're completely misplaced. And it's just, they're just conveniently stuffed in there. Look um, at a map, Disney. <laughs> yes. Yes, Disney, please. <laughs> Please. It makes study as your much culture. sense as putting Pocahontas in like Hawaii. <laughs> How about Pocahontas <laughs> at the Animal Kingdom? Does that make sense? No, nothing. Okay. I mean, I, it, she was in she was in Camp Minnie Mickey, and that was really never like placed on a map. She had forest trees. Like, 
Well, yeah, she had that all was the that was a camp. I yeah, Camp Minnie Mickey was like kind of like American Northeast woods. Okay, loosely. Mhm. Mm well, everything is loosely when they need it to be. Kind of so. that rusted. Yeah. Rusted Speaking camp. of loosely, well, they funny, also have a tea shop in the UK. They do. Yeah, they have the Twinings Tea Shop, which is super cute. They have the you know, teapots and all of your teas and you know like little. Don't forget. And stuff. Uh, don't forget the wonderful, wonderful fish and chips. Yes, the Yorkshire County Fish Shop. Oh, that's so good. Oh, yeah. And the phone booths at the United Kingdom, I don't know if those still work or not for incoming calls where you can like call a booth and like a stranger will pick up and you can be like, hey, I'm uh, they do they do on three o'clock radio. <laughs> that's cool. So mm -hmm. there's there's a lot of little hidden gems in the United Kingdom. Um I don't know. So they the Morocco Pavilion, they don't have Moroccan anymore, do they? The the band? No. Sore I no. didn't think sore, so. Sore subject there, Miss Beth Combs. Sore subject. Every time <laughs> I would walk by there and Moroccan was playing, they would always be playing Desert Rose by Sting. Every single time. <laughs> so <laughs> Which at least the, the Algerian lead singer for that song makes a little bit more sense for Morocco <laughs> I mean... than Saudi Arabia. Listen, hmm. <laughs> it's a celebration of all countries, but mostly America. In the middle of the <laughs> world kind of area with sand. I mean, They probably put a food booth up there that makes sense. It turned food and wine, right? Uh, Who knows? Citrus fresh. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> Florida orange I really, growers. Yeah. I really like, though, I, I love Wisconsin, the Wisconsin cheese. Oh, Polly. Polly, let me get my words out. <laughs> I'm just teasing. Okay, I love the counter service place at Morocco because you can get baklava. And I love baklava. They have, like, a counter where you can get coffees and desserts. That is some good stuff. That is some back, good Turkish coffee. Yep. Yes, in the back of... Um, the tangerine cafe and yep. they have like baklava that's so good it's big pieces so those those are things that i like about morocco the winding streets where you can like just sort of wander around back in there that does really transport you if you you know just immerse yourself in your surroundings you do feel like you're somewhere else it does really and work. just just to complete my, my theme here of uh, mocking Morocco, baklava is a Greek pastry. <laughs> <laughs> Greece is nowhere near Morocco. I, I was waiting for you to point that out. <laughs> yep. Like, Greece is like so Eastern Mediterranean. Uh, yeah. Morocco's like the, like the, let's put anything that looks like it was in Raiders of the Lost Ark. Let's just put it here. <laughs> I, I know that I know that um, I know that Epcot Explorer on Twitter he loves the Morocco Pavilion. It's one of his favorites to photograph and just you know sit in and enjoy the ambiance. It is so, gorgeous. Uh, mm -hmm. It is. And it a blends very in the tower. It, it blends in the Hollywood Tower Hotel behind it very yes. well from across the lagoon. It's the really it's really the cool lines. how that yes. how that works. It's amazing. It is. Like when that when that was first pointed out to me, I went, "Holy crap, they're right." Mm-hmm. It's so cool. They try really hard to make that stuff work. 
So I don't know. My my winner would be United Kingdom. What do you guys think? I agree. Yeah, I do too. I, I don't think the food at um, Morocco is as bad as some folks suggest. I actually kind of like Marrakesh, and I, I agree really, with that too. And I really like their counter service. Um, I really mm-hmm. like the belly dancing. Mm-hmm. That's for a video podcast, Paul. You, you can demo that on uh, Twitter. For no, I will not. <laughs> Thank you. I will de- I will decline to acquiesce to your request. Um, but, yeah. I'm not sure I want to see Polly belly dancing. No one wants to see Polly belly dancing. <laughs> like. No one. I don't think I want to see that. No one. All right. Well, and not much surprise, UK moves on to the next round. Amy still thinks I'm talking about basketball. In the next matchup, <laughs> let's pair off uh, some interesting options here of Italy and France. Hmm. Ah. I feel like this is a a no-brainer. Yeah, me too. Uh, Amy, you did a great job running down the uh, pavilions before. Uh, Do you mind if I take a stab at these two? Sir, the floor is yours. Uh, All right. Well, uh, let's start over by Italy. Um, You definitely have some good eating cuisine. Uh, You got some options with pizza or your uh, traditional Italian fare. Um, you got three restaurants in, in France. Um, one of them named after me, uh, which, you know, that's, that's always nice. Thank you. Uh, you've right. And you've got, uh, I think we came down to one of the top two ice cream places on all of Walt Disney world over there Yes. with uh, artisan le glace. <sighs> what really comes down to when you talk about the meet and greets, you've got bell of course yes. in France. Um, Italy, <laughs> I've seen Geppetto. Uh, I ran by Geppetto and Pinocchio because they're usually out there during the races. <laughs> oh, well, that makes sense. I've never seen Pinocchio over there. Um, but, but you know, always see Belle. Um, you, you get a little bit of the waterway. I, I actually enjoy the gondolas. No, gondolas. Gondolas. Out front. Um, out front of the Italy Pavilion. I really like how they've recreated the Seine. Uh, with like you know the artists doing sketches and stuff like that, um, you got some drink carts for both. Um, I believe you can get prosecco. Um, you can also get some great goose slushies and things of that nature over in France. Um, when it comes to attractions, you have yeah, <laughs> Italy, Italy. Uh, uh, mm, nope. You got you got uh, you get live a recreation. At times. You you get uh, at times. Uh, they used to have the mimes there. The creepy, creepy, <laughs> creepy mimes. Um, and then you'd have the living statues, um, I believe. That was a long time ago. But um, France is one of my favorite, and it's an original movie, The Impressions de France. Ma France awakens in the early dawn. <laughs> um, fantastic show over there. Um, and we're getting one that we talked about with Ben Bowers uh, with the Ratatouille attraction. Um, so, you know, I, I, I think the, the settings, having been to both Paris and to Italy, um, the recreations are amazingly accurate, um, even as scaled down as they are. Uh, both times I felt like, man, this really captured the essence of what it's like to be in Paris and what it's like to be in, you know, in my case, in Florence. But um, I've heard that for some other places throughout Italy as well. But... Um, Really, if you're asking me, I, I have to go with uh, France for this one. Based solely on you've got more restaurants and you have an attraction. Dean, what do you think? 
Uh, I think you summarized it really well. I'm, I'm looking down the categories, and I would give restaurants to France, uh, attractions clearly to France. I like yep. the shopping better in France, although there's some decent places in Italy. Uh, I don't think I've ever bought anything in France. I, I definitely have bought my, things in Italy. I don't think I've ever bought anything. My wife buys perfume there almost every trip. Um, and, uh-huh. and some of the other shops are really fun to poke through. Theming and architecture, I think you nailed it. They're both fantastic. They both do a great, great. direction. And, uh, you know, for connection, I actually am Italian, so I find some connection to Italy. But I really just enjoy being in the France Pavilion. So, uh, to me, I'm, I'm with you. It's, uh, it's a no-brainer. I would go with France. Amy, are you going to make it unanimous, or do you have a uh, last-ditch Hail Mary shot for three at the buzzer? I'm making it unanimous for France. Can it be unanimous? France. Unanimous. Sure. It can be unanimous. I like, in 20, also, you were, in 2020. You, were talking about, <laughs> you were talking about characters that you can see in France. I believe sometimes you can see Aurora yes. as well from Sleeping Beauty. That's a great point. Definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so you used to be able to one. see Remy. Yeah. I bet you they bring Remy him there. and Emil back when the Ratatouille attraction opens. I'd I not they be bring shocked. Him back. Yeah. yeah, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be shocked by that at all. Mm-hmm. I love France. It's it's the first pavilion that you come to if you enter through the international gateway, enter That's the park there, point. and you hang a right, and it's it's like you're welcome to World Showcase. You know, you go across that bridge and you look down on it, and it's always so beautiful. And That's a great I, point. And if you're walking mm-hmm. from the boardwalk area or yacht beach club area it, it, france is really what gets you in the mood for entering the park mm-hmm. and and they have fantastic breakfast mm-hmm. yeah which is yeah, not, overlook not that. easy to find at um at Epcot. no yeah they have the, they have the new up. uh they have the quote-unquote new boulangerie back there where you can get sandwiches and breads and desserts back there and champagne and, at 9 30 in the morning so i hear yeah uh, <laughs> someone told so me that did. <laughs> Rumor. And I, I like the shop, and they have, you know, a pressed penny machine in the shop. I love pressed pennies. I love the, um, I love the ice cream place. I just, I just like everything about the France Pavilion. It's wonderful. Um, the Italy Pavilion, I would have had that seated in the very bottom of the list if it were done by preference of like which ones I like more. Uh, Italy is. I don't have much use for the Italy Pavilion, so <laughs> I, that's just me. I, I would have chosen just about anything over Italy, so no, I'm with France you. I, it I, is! I, I would walk through Italy, and again, I, I like the decor, and, uh-huh. I, and I used to like Via Napoli, um, so now it's just kind of walk by, maybe get gelato, maybe just yeah. take a stroll through to say I strolled through on the stores, and, and we move on. So. All right, yeah. our last uh, play-in round pairing. Japan versus China. Ooh. Who's going to well, start? We, yeah, Dean, we did the debrief for the first two, so why don't you take this one? Whoa. Yeah. Because if I had known that's the way it was going, I would have picked the last one. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want us to talk about it no, instead? I can, I, I can go with it. So Japan, okay. I'll, I'll start with Japan. Uh, Japan has some beautiful sculpture outside. I think... Um, Japan does a nice job of attacking you on both sides of the promenade. Um, mm. you Did you a, say attacking you? It does. Yeah, yeah. It does. <laughs> uh, no, it, it, no, he's right. You were enveloped, in it, and yeah. I know exactly what he's talking about. 
It's not like, oh, look to the left, you can see another right. pavilion. Exactly. Nope, you no. are in the pavilion. You get, you, you, as soon as you walk along the promenade, you are in the pavilion right away. You don't have to, like, Germany and Italy, when you're in that backside, there's a little bit of theming on the water, but really you walk into the pavilion. Here you just kind of enter the pavilion. And I'll start going yeah. down our categories. So I think dining in, in Japan is a little bit, um, it's a little bit hit or miss. You know, some people are big fans of Teppanetto. I have really good hibachi at home and I find that the experience there probably doesn't differ much from what you experience in your local one so it's something that we don't really pursue too often uh, when we're at World Showcase. If you have a local one. If you have a local one, right. So if you do not then it's a certainly a, an experience to be had. Tokyo Dining is actually one of my favorite restaurants in World Showcase. They uh, give the kids meal in monorail. Yeah, I, I don't think they get enough love for just how good the food is there. They have fantastic traditional sushi there. Not that jazzed up sort of Americanized version you might get at, like, say, the California Grill. Uh, Katsura Grill is one of the best counter service restaurants in World Showcase. Uh, much more sort of traditional uh, grab-and-go type food. And uh, they have the uh, Kakigori House. I mean, how do you beat that? And a sake stand. So... Uh, I love the, the food, actually, in Japan, and I will contrast that with the offerings that they have in China, which I think <laughs> are maybe a, uh, how shall I phrase, a little less numerous and a little less celebrated. Uh, mm. Lotus Blossom is a counter service that has what you might call American Chinese food. And Nine Dragons, if I can just be frank, is sort of an overpriced version of your local sit-down Chinese food restaurant. So, um, I don't think Nine Dragons food is bad, as a lot of people categorize it, uh, but I just don't think it's all that unique. And so I would definitely give raging points in the direction of Japan for this. Uh, as far as attractions and characters, uh, we're again in that situation where, you know, China has reflections of China, and they have the Agent P offering there. So you can kind of get in and explore that pavilion with those two attractions. Um... You know, attractions on the Japan side are really more about the live performances that may come out and any sort of character meet and greet. So uh, I, I think in this sense, you have to give China the edge because they actually have an attraction, <laughs> which is an yes. unfortunate tiebreaker. Um, and it's a good one. It is a good one. But when you go to shopping, uh, there may be oh. no better store in all of Epcot than uh, the Mitsukoshi Merchandise Store. And authentic so from you know I, I talked about what it was like going to uh you know italy and going to paris i haven't been to japan people that have been to the actual mitsukoshi are like this is exactly the same <laughs> right so you know some of the stuff i think parents you know having been in there as a parent it's a little bit of a turnoff because like oh god they're trying to sell me more you know pokemon stuff or whatever but the authentic authentic nature of some of the other merch that's in there and and actually that is authentic too um, yes. I, I can get lost in that store, literally for you know hours plus on end. Yep. Um, and you can get Pocky. What is Pocky? Pocky is a chocolate or vanilla or yogurt-coated kind of cookie stick. And the correct way to eat Pocky is you put one stick on each side of your mouth and you chomp, 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 chomp until it's gone. <laughs> They're like little, tiny, skinny corn dogs. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to go with, like, I think it's in that store where they have things like the uh, chocolate-covered grasshoppers. And, and yeah, stuff. I don't do that. 
I'm not on Survivor. Now, China's not bad. China has the the Good Fortune gifts, which has yes. you know parasols and puppets and toys. It's I, you know it's small. It's a little stand, so to speak. Um, and then they have the houseware store. You can get robes and things like that. Um, so again, it's it's not bad, but this is the unfortunate pairing that they have when you're talking about the shopping category of going up against who's probably the you know the strongest in the entire park. Yeah, some of also... the most some of the most affordable souvenirs mm. from World Showcase can be found in the shops in the China That's Pavilion. True. That is true. Uh, the prices are very reasonable and. I think that maybe the China Pavilion shops may be run by, I mean, I don't think they're run by Disney because like when you look at the price stickers and stuff, they just look like a regular, like generic pricing gun. You know what I mean? Like yep. it doesn't say, it's not like a Disney um, barcode sticker on things. So um, I think that may be part of why the pricing is the way it is, but you can find things in there. Like if you need to bring something back, for like a teacher or like if you've given a kid a, a monetary like a small monetary limit like you know you can spend ten dollars or whatever the china pavilion might be a place that you could go and find something for them that you know if you don't have a whole lot of money to spend on something you might be able to find something that's really nice in there for less money that's a great point now theme and architecture again i think you're going to find this <laughs> repeated over and over again they just do a great job in World Showcase of giving you uh, architecture that would be of that country, usually of a particular period of that country. Mm -hmm. uh, and, you know, as we talked about the attraction, I should mention characters. Now, I can't think of a character at either pavilion other than Mulan in China. Mushu. I can't either. I wish I wish that they would have characters in Japan that were dressed in 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 things that they would sell sort of in Mitsukoshi, like Minnie Mouse and Daisy, maybe in oh, kimonos, in the kimonos or something. Yeah. yeah, like traditional costumes from Japan. That yeah, other than brilliant. other than Mulan, there will be Mushu. But you're right. Mm -hmm. I mean, character yeah. meets are nope. Now they have the acrobats as well in China, so that that's a little bit more of their attractions. Um, but yeah, and, I, and they definitely do not do Big Hero Six, which I'm kind of surprised. Yeah, that's a great point, actually. Yeah, that that would hold up as appropriate over in uh, in Japan. They have the drummers in Japan. They have the drummers. Ah, in yeah, Japan. that's true. That's true. Mm -hmm. um, and then just for personal connection, you know, I find myself more attracted to going to the Japan Pavilion and wandering and exploring through there. Although I believe it's China where you can get the tipsy ducks in love, so not a bad idea to get the cocktail there on your way to Japan. <laughs> so if I had to split this one, and this is to me a much closer pairing than the previous two that we did, uh, it I is. I would it's lean. Hard. In, I would lean in the direction of Japan. <sighs> That's how I feel too, but it's hard. Like yeah, this... like you said, there's there's um, what is it called now? Reflections of China is that yes. the current name. Yes. Um, gosh, you have that, you have Mulan, you have Mushu, you have the acrobats, you have the, like, the bridge that you walk over to get there, the, Christina Aguilera <laughs> recorded her music video for Reflection at the China Pavilion, um, oh gosh, but the food is so much better in Japan, it's like... <laughs> You know, miles better. China is sort of 
the sort of like the mall food. Yeah, yeah. that's what yeah. I say. No, I'm with you. It's for, like mall yeah. food court Chinese food. Is and, what and people I, say about the China Pavilion. Yeah, and I, and I have the the five categories here, and as I'm looking at it, to me, shopping is strong for Japan. Restaurants and bars mm-hmm. are strong for Japan. Attractions mm-hmm. and characters I give to China. And yes. then the, the theme, architecture, and connection, I'm, I'm kind of Japan Ugh. to neutral. So, sort of it's a 3-1-1 win for Japan for me. Paulie, how about Japan you? Japan also you? has the um, Kawaii Japan's cute culture. They have that display going on right now in, in Japan, right? The walkthrough display? Yes. Yeah, they do. And I, I got to go with Japan. I mean, the, the other yeah. thing that we didn't really talk about is the garden in Japan is almost an attraction by itself. Oh, they have koi fish. Oh, yeah, they got the koi. koi um, yeah. and, and you really do lose yourself in the pavilion. Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to have to go with Japan as well. I I just really like that pavilion. I love Mitsukoshi. I love, it's going to sound like frivolous, but I love the press pennies in Japan. No, they that's, have that's so... a legitimate um, you know, benefit of going there. That they are, have yeah. other, other things to offer. They have multiple machines there for press pennies, and they're so cool looking. Like the art is sort of, the art is different, and it's very like ornate on the press pennies from Japan. I I just really like those. Um, man, I gotta go with Japan. I gotta go with Japan. All right, so Japan moves on. So what I'm gonna do now is I will take uh, just based on the seating numbers, uh, lowest to highest. And we'll start our pairing with number four, Germany, versus number five, Norway. And I'm going to start with Polly, because as I think about restaurants and connection, I feel like Polly is strong with both these. So I oh, yeah, thoughts. here he comes. Here he this comes. This is not fair. <laughs> this is not I fair. Because <laughs> oh, what's funny is that this is a total pendulum swing for me, going through our categories. Um, personal connection. I have a personal connection strongly with both. Um, not only with the fantastic princess breakfasts. If you have a little girl, or even you know, even a little boy that likes the princesses, that's fine. I got one. Of um, or even, or even a father-in-law <laughs> that likes the princesses. Um, <laughs> you, you really cannot beat for the time spent um, to go to um, Akershus for a princess breakfast. Um, so I mean, right, right there, you know, characters. I think that wins hands down between these two in my mind. Um, if you do switch over to dining, um, uh, you really can't beat Beer Garden um, for me. It's that, that classic 1970s Walt Disney World dinner and a show, and they do it for lunch, too. Um, it is the best value per liter of beer if you measure beer in such things as a liter, as it should. which I do. Um, so it, it actually is the best value on property uh, for the amount you get. Um, it's, it's a great show that they go, uh, you know, it's audience participation if you want to, um, community seating, which I know turns off some Amy, um, but the food Mm -hmm. is incredibly fresh. They're always bringing out new stuff and the variety is tremendous, uh, vegetarian options, vegan options, um, gluten-free options, uh, meatosaurus options, Atkins options, salad options, soup options, all of your options. Um, going over to, you know, some of the other stands, there's beer that you can get, there's kielbasa that you can get, um, they have caramel kush, you can get candy, um, you know, it really, really well done, I mean, these squares of sea salt caramel are just fantastic, um, transitioning back now to Norway, also getting desserts like school bread, lefse, Dean, 
Mm-hmm. Um, you know, things rice you can pudding. Get, rice pudding uh, that you can get at the Puffins Roost, um, the Kringla Oak Bakery. Um, you know, really, it, it, it's just, it's really well done. But for a food variety, I think I would give it to Germany. Now you go to attractions. Mm, here we go. <laughs> you don't have one in Germany. No. You do have a really good one that I detailed in my trip report with the Frozen Forever After. Frozen Ever After. Um, and then on top of that, you have a dedicated Anna and Elsa meet and greet to add to the Princess Breakfasts um, over in Norway. Uh, when it gets to history, you definitely have a lot of German shops. Um, there are Norway shops, but they really kind of took a lot of that out for the queue <laughs> for um, the, the Frozen attraction. Uh, the Germany Pavilion, I think, has a little bit better shopping, definitely better prices. Um, Heli Henson is expensive no matter where you go, but to get it in Walt Disney World, nothing like a big, thick wool sweater. Uh, when you're in central Florida. <laughs> Nothing like gear that you could wear while skiing on the, yes. on the slopes of Norway than yes. a balmy Florida. <laughs> and um, you know, I always laugh at that. Oh, yeah. You, <laughs> it is. Like, what is going on? It is. It totally is. And there's people trying on these jackets. I'm like, you can't go outside in those things at all. <laughs> um, the, other, the other thing I'll say, too, is, you know, German Pavilion has that Christmas shop. And so, you know, getting a little bit of that, there's something that is uniquely German, at least in the United States, with Christmas. Um, And, you know, getting some of those ornaments. Yes, you got to get the pickle. Get a pickle. So, um, you know, it's it's really tough. Um, You know, with with regard to ambiance, Dean, you're right. You have to turn left or turn right, depending on which way you're coming in from, into each pavilion. There isn't really anything to envelop you on the lake side, the lagoon side. Uh, but once you're in, both pavilions really do a good job of being, you know, a little bit to your left and to your right. Um, I kind of give Germany a little bit of the edge with placemaking. I get lost a little bit better, and I feel like I'm more in a plaza, uh, you know, with the statue of St. George's slaying the dragon there. Um, while I do like, of course, the uh, Stave Church, then they have music from Lord of the Rings. That's always fun uh, playing <laughs> inside of there and telling the tales of Hans Christian Andersen. Um, you know, much like the the uh, inspiration for Frozen. But, um, I mean, if, if, if we're really going to go down the path of choosing between these pavilions, given the five criteria that you laid out, I reluctantly have to choose Norway. Wow. It's tough. It's tough. Uh, mm. you know. I think Amy's mm. turn to go next. Is it? Mm. Yeah, I think Is so. It- it's hard. I'm, I'm trying this to. This is tough. I'm trying to itemize the categories I'm... here. I mean, to me, restaurants and bars goes to Germany. Attractions yes. goes to Norway. Yes. Shopping, I give slight edge to Germany. Yes. Theme and architecture. Characters. Characters? We will. Characters yeah, yeah, I forgot. I, for... I forgot on an ulcer in Norway. Some say I've, I've right. Snow White mm-hmm. is in Germany. You know, you, you do have yeah, characters Snow there. Yeah, Snow White is in Germany. Yeah. yeah but but, she, but not all the time. I mean, they, they, right. they have a summer house yeah. <laughs> that they build. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm, the thing about in Germany, Germany has a shop that I go to every single time that I'm touring World Showcase, and it's Dare Teddy Bar, and they have all kinds of toys and um, Stife plush and Stife collectible 
bears, which they're always delightful to look at because you can't really find them here. Um, they're expensive and they're fancy and I always love looking at them. And they have a, um, a kid caught fun stop in there as well for kids where they can get their, they can color and all of that stuff. So that's a fun store. And then they have like all the fancy mugs and stuff and like the um, football jerseys and things also in the shop adjacent to that in Germany. Um, they have the big pretzels that you could get. I love the salted pretzels there. And like I you like said, Summerfest the, in the, general. The, the yeah. Great counter. They have the um, the caramel stuff. And the ca- I don't know how to pronounce caramel. Caramel couche. Caramel couche. I don't know how you pronounce it. But yeah, they have that there. But man, the it's vine hard color? to go. Don't forget the vine color. Yeah. It, it's hard to go against Norway, though. Nor- Norway... <sighs> know man norway you can't really go against norway if you like princesses because you've got them all over there at um Akershus, and then you've got anna and elsa and then you've got the attraction like polly said and i love the um kringla bakery au cafe i love that so much for the rice cream we always go there my dad loves to go there um has he ever lost his hat there he's never lost his hat at the norway pavilion thank goodness Thank goodness. Um, gosh, but which one do I... I always get so excited about going to Der Teddy Bar in Germany. Norway's like Davidson from a few years ago. They're like sort of <sighs> mid-major, but with that one superstar player. I know, man. And, that, and that's a team that can make a run in a tournament. Yeah. Oh, gosh. This is really well, hard. I'll, I'll put you because out of your misery because I'm going to agree with Polly and I'm going to reluctantly okay. go Norway. <laughs> Okay, then, then that's fine. It's hard, man, because I mean, see, I'm I'm not a huge princess. I like princesses, but I'm not like a princess super fan, and I'm not a Frozen super fan. So those things don't count much to me as far as that being which one I'm tied to more. If if it was which one that I would rather go to, I might choose Germany to go to their teddy bar and get a pretzel. So, But you guys are choosing it for me. Thank goodness, because it's too hard to choose. Alright, let's move on. Let's, let's take a peek at our number one seed who hasn't been in action yet. The American Adventure versus France. Hmm... Man, this is, <laughs> I, I don't want it to be unpatriotic, but Amer- the one thing that, that American Adventure has is the attraction. Absolutely. But in every other category, American Adventure takes an L to France. You, you gotta in, give in France the food. Else. You gotta give France the shopping. You gotta give it to them. Everything else. The only thing that the American Adventure has, I mean, they have like, Block and Hans now, and they do have the funnel cake stand, but like that's sort of giving them too but, much credit for. But those they things. also have an entire <laughs> theater out front that that has uh, its own attractions at time with singers, Voices of Liberty, sometimes out there. Mm-hmm. But you can also hear them in the rotunda. Yes. You know. Uh, oh gosh, American Adventure. It's a shame that it is so lacking. You know what I mean? Like, oh, in comparison it's... to the other pavilions, American... I mean, you go in the... It has, like, one sh- one shop, really. And you go in there, and, and it's, it's like a Cracker too. Barrel. Yeah. It's like a Cracker Barrel shop. And so you go in there, and you come out, and then there's the attraction, and then there's the counter service place. And that is it. 
I like when they have the smokehouse set up during the, uh, the spring festival. Well, and their version of beer garden. You know what I mean? What? What? In the in the you're talking about the American Adventure where they have the smokehouse? Yeah. Oh. And they have their version of the beer garden where it's like right. Sam Adams on draft. Right, right. Like, I was confused. I thought she meant like in the counter service place somehow. Oh, like, no. I was thrown off there too. Although I will tell you, I, I feel like some of the quality in that counter service place has come up. It's a gotten little. better. It has yes. gotten better than what it used to be. We've eat, I hate to say this because it sounds terrible because I do consider myself kind of foodie, especially at Disney World. We eat there almost However. every trip. <laughs> um, <laughs> mostly because. When we're at Epcot, it's usually a lunchtime meal, and my son, it's, yeah. it's kind of a go-to there for him to grab the chicken, because uh, he likes chicken nuggets, like every other seven-year-old boy. Um, so we do end up in there. You know, Their beer selection is sad for what it could be <laughs> if you're representing really all of America, uh, but I've never had it. Their burger looks like every other burger on property, so if you're raving about the burger at, you know, pick your favorite other place that serves the same frozen patty. Cosmic um, Rays. Cosmic Rays or, um, you know... <laughs> All those other—I can't even think of the other ones because we never get them. But you know, th nope. this one looks as good or better than any of those. So there are offerings there. They even have a salmon dish, I think, which is shocking. But to it me. is shameful but, that but that when is you... what they're using to represent America. Exactly. That's the only food offering. Yeah. That's shameful. Yeah, when you line yeah. that up against the four restaurants in France and all the other yeah. things that you have to offer Ugh. there, you know, I, I'll, mm -hmm. I'll give attraction a strong plus to American Adventure. I'll give my connection even to American Adventure because I'll be biased and patriotic yep. but uh, theme shopping and attractions characters are all in the I mean, category strong. and it's funny because the, the pavilion itself is themed very well Yes. however yes. you have to be yes. in the attraction to be in the pavilion yes. there, it, it's, it's like there's nothing outside you know the other, the other, the other pavilions are kind of shaped you know, not unlike Mission Space, actually, where you kind of walk into a courtyard and you're in that theme. There's nothing. There's nothing. I don't care what you say about Block and Hans or whatever that thing is called. <laughs> it doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't bring you in. It's. It's no. not. You know, they they got like that fake portico. It's like, ugh. No. It. It. It's. It just. No. Mm -hmm. No. Agree. Agree. And I'm gonna. What, I'm what, gonna make a hard. What makes it hard? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Paul. No, I was going to say, what makes it hard, even judging these two pavilions, is American Adventure might be one of my favorite attractions in the entire park. I Absolutely. mean, we talked about it when we did, you know, what is the best attraction. I think this made it nearly all the way to the end. It definitely was towards the end Absolutely. Um, for best attraction for anyone over the age of, like, 18. Um, yeah, just, uh, it's just so lacking in everything else. Yeah, I, I'm going to make a hard and bold choice. I'm going with France on this. I'm sorry, American Adventure. That that pavilion has stayed the same pretty much for ever since Epcot opened. It's been the same versus no. France <laughs> has made a lot of changes and has improved itself and has made additions yeah. and things over the years to, to make it. A, a more lush, you know, immersive experience into, you know, the France experience. And then here's American Adventure. They've added a few things like carts and, and things and along and the walkway. Yeah, block and hands. <laughs> like the, the, um, the, um, what did I say a minute ago? Not the elephant ear. 
um, funnel cakes, funnel cakes. Yeah, the funnel cakes. They, you know, yeah. they've added Which I can like, get at Great Adventure, by the way. Yeah, there's like a DVC, <laughs> a DVC stand. I mean, there, right. there's things there. Have you I'll heard like, you Disney's know. best kept secret? Yeah, that's been going on it's since 1991. Yeah, the so, so, so I, I just, uh, I can't, I cannot choose American Adventure over France. It, In yeah. good conscience, it, I can't do it. If the American Adventure Pavilion would add a restaurant that actually represents <gasps> the regions of America, I would mm-hmm. try like heck to argue with you and make a case, but yep. I'm with you. I just can't. It's unfortunate because I do <laughs> love the attraction, like Polly said, but... France is just a much... Put it this way, when I'm in World Showcase, I'll go see American Adventure, I will spend time in the France Pavilion. Yep. Now, let me go... I do have a question. Oh, sorry, Before before you do that. Um, Did you experience the American Adventure when you went last? Either one of you. Yes. And I did the... uh, And I did Impressions de France. (laughs) Nice. Amy, did you do um, American Adventure? I did not. That's... uh, There's a reason I'm asking. I think I did. I think all right <laughs> I, I have i have within the last couple years i'll say that i did go within the last couple years is the film still have a certain disgraced cheating cyclist in it i've seen people mention that it still does uh, yeah. huh? i yeah. mean does it dean does it, it still have him i believe it does yes i mean yeah. if you can't even spend the effort to do that i mean he is now in there in a showcase of American progress, ingenuity, and superlative action. Yeah. France. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. win. Now, let, let me take just a little jaunt. You know how we were t- we've been talking about how how little Italy has to offer. Yeah. Which one yeah. which one would you choose if you had to choose and they are neighbors? Which is also kind of funny. Which one would you choose between um, Italy and American Adventure? No, oh, just just like as a consolation game. I, you know what's funny? <laughs> I would pick American Adventure between would those you? two because yeah, so, because Italy might be my least favorite. Italy might be my least favorite pavilion. I have no use for Italy at all, and that sounds like mean to say, but I just have no use for it. I walk by. I just that's all I do is I walk by. It's it's on the the way. The thing with Italy, unless you're going to eat there, there's there's just not a lot to go to be there. There Well, even Morocco, you 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 rarely see characters. Yeah, the shopping isn't all that great. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, I've been on the bandwagon, uh, not disparaging, but Viennapoli is not what it used to be when it first opened, so it's not as good as it used to be there. I, mm-hmm. you know, unless you want the wine bar, <laughs> um, you know, if you want good Italian food, go out the back gate, go over to, to uh, Molino. I mean, it's yeah. When, when you can't get the best Italian food at the Italian Pavilion, it's really hard for me to champion it for any match. And if you want the wine bar, make the rest of your party happy and go to Germany. Yeah, or go to France. Mm-hmm. Or go to France. Yeah. Or go to France. <laughs> That's a hundred percent right. So yeah, yeah, there was your consolation game. I, it's just, it's just a shame to me that American Adventure, as a pavilion as a whole, is just so lacking. And, and it's such a yeah. great dichotomy, like Paulie Paul pointed out. If we're doing just the attractions, this is a final oh, man. four. It's if not, not the finals. <laughs> but when we're doing not the pavilion, close. sorry, you, you you only got the one seat because Paulie made me. So right. <laughs> moving on to our next matchup. <laughs> Home court advantage. The other thing I'll say, too, is if if they were to put in a sit-down restaurant that is done like Tiffin's, but they put in all of the research and stuff that they were going to do for Disney's America, 
Yeah. Think about that. That would win. That 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 would push this pavilion way up higher. They should put Joe Rody in charge of the America Pavilion and give him three, give <laughs> him three solid years to work. Three on years and ninety million dollars. <laughs> I, I kid yes. you not, though. I, all I need one building off to the right, restaurant, yes. quarter your mm-hmm. menu into the quarters of the country. Give me, you know, southern food. Give me p- southwestern oh, food. Yeah, five, five, give me five Pacific regions. Northwest food, and give me northeastern food. What's your fifth one? I think you need five regions because I, I think the south, the southeast needs its own. The northeast needs its own. You need the plains, and you need the west. Okay, so plain, plains was the one I skipped. But yeah, that you want a sixth little side uh, appetizer menu with Hawaii food? That's fine too. But the Hawaii point, and Alaska. <laughs> the the point Alaskan is king that, crab and poi. It, it's really sad to me if people from other countries come here and think that's a representation of our cuisine as a country. Yes. <laughs> oh, chicken nuggets burger. Yes. Yeah. It's so shameful. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. It makes yeah. me sad. No no Oregon salmon. There's no lobster roll. There's no etouffee. There's no um, you know gumbo, clam chowder. There's no steaks. I mean, come on. Tacos. Just make the whole pavilion a county fair if that's what we're going for. It's like county fair food. Yeah. Oh, no, now you're getting into Dino Land. (laughs) (laughs) Which, which, by the way, is better theme than the American Adventure. It is Dino Land USA. That's right. (laughs) All right. That's for a different show. (laughs) What? Bye bye. (laughs) All right. One university from Kentucky is going to take on the entire nation of Canada. So we have the UK versus Canada. This wow. is tough right here, I think. And we already we and we already talked about the UK. Uh, Dean, what's in Canada? Yeah, let's 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 pick apart the Canadian pavilion a little bit. So uh, what's in Canada? Can they got some? Uh, they got snow and trees. <laughs> Brother Bear, Brother Bear was set in Canada, and uh, Canada is one of the attractions that has an attraction. I'm sorry, one of the pavilions that has an attraction. Oh, Canada! Oh. Canada. Now with for Martin one, Short. For oh, Martin. <laughs> Martin Short. Oh, Martin. Um, you know... Ethan, say, no, you don't. <laughs> I, 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 I pause on O Canada. Stand aside, the, Martin. Right? I, I pause on O Canada because I'm just trying to debate whether or not that's a plus or a minus at this point. Um, oh, I'm, I'm in the camp that it needs to be redone. Um, yeah. But at least it has an attraction, so that's a plus. If yeah. you haven't seen it, it's new to you. That's fair. That's fair. This is one if you <laughs> you know, you, you asked when's the last time I saw American Adventure? When's the last time I saw Canada? Yeah. That's been a while. Yeah. Um yeah. you know, as we talk through Canada and you start talking about dining, uh, if we roll back six or seven years we'd be celebrating La Cellier. I don't know how you guys feel about that one now. Um, it's really, I, I think it's suffered from the meal plan like a lot of restaurants have. So. Oh yeah, the dining plan. I think the homogenization of restaurants because of the dining plan and trying to keep costs sort of similar. I think that's really hurt La Cellier. I think what also hurt La Cellier was popularity due to online Disney podcasts. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. Mm-hmm. And it's hard mm-hmm. to keep up with that demand. I mean, it's yep. it, it got and to the point small. where people would walk up there and ask for a walk up, and right. the cast member would do all what they could to not laugh in their face. Right. And, and I'm talking at 8:30 at night, even. So. Right. Um, other I than think that, the other well, they, the other thing that has right. really hurt Le Cellier is Yachtsman opened, and 
Blue Zoo opened, and Shulas opened, and Boathouse opened, and Stick opened. Yeah, there's there's a lot. So of on steak and so on and so on, and it's good. It's good steak. Absolutely. Um, I, I think I saw that there was steak on the menu over at Tiffin's. Um, you know, so yeah, it's don't, it's don't. not as rare as it used to be. Ha ha. Nah. Get it? Don't, don't, don't sleep on either. The, the steak at Narcusi is really good. Um, there you go. But here's my thing, right? So I, even if we want to celebrate La Cellier as being a pretty good restaurant still, uh, what else do they offer for food in Canada? There's a popcorn cart and a beer cart, and it might be the same cart. Right. I, I can't even think of another food option. And the beer cart has like three varieties, I believe. Yeah, Moosehead um, and Labatt. And Moosehead and Labatt. Yeah, those are the three. And that's it. Um, shopping, I During think. During food and wine. Yeah, shopping. During food and wine, they have cheese soup. Yeah, they do have the cheese soup <laughs> at a cart. And, and you know what? Their pretzel bread's really good. So, like, La Celia has oh, some... bread's great. Yeah, La Celia has some items to celebrate. It's just, I I think it, they, they've turned a lot of people like me off because their prices have gone up so far up and the quality hasn't kept in pace with the price. Um, mm-hmm. The shopping? Eh, you can get some NHL jerseys every now and again. Maple syrup? Yeah. I think the shopping's a, not great. Don't they have totem pole no. carvings? Yeah, 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 but like overpriced. Go over to Wilderness Lodge, you can get fun ones for yeah. like twenty bucks. Um, the shopping's not great. I mean, I I sort of you know I enjoy walking through there every once in a while and seeing what all they have, but it's not great. There's not much to it. I think there's only one shop. Like there's the shop you go up the stairs, and there's the building on the left. There's that shop. But then there's also the merchandise that's there on the promenade that you can look at as you walk by. But it's not great. There's not much to it. Yeah, and then when you think about entertainment, uh, you know, moment of silence uh, for the lumberjacks. Yeah, <laughs> moment, two, of two moment of silence for, for off kilter. Off kilter, which didn't make sense either. Um. And then they had the they had the guys that had the the chainsaws that you could hear yep. all throughout World Showcase. Yeah, Lumberjacks yep. lasted about a year. They're gone. Um, yeah. It's, yeah. You know, again, I'm not. They they should never have gotten rid of off kilter. I think that really left a bad taste in everyone's mouth when they got rid of like the most popular entertainment offering in World Showcase. Yeah. By far, was off kilter. I mean, you've got like the Beatles tribute band still going strong over at the UK. Um, yeah, and and one thing we didn't talk about with the UK is um, you know the garden over there too is really nice. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. And the pavilion goes back a little bit further than I think a lot of people expect. There is space over there past um, where you can get all the Winnie the Pooh stuff, and you can play the Perry um, game there. You can, um, and there's also a Kid Cot Fun Stop at Canada. Um, it's at the exit of the O Canada, um, <laughs> which makes no sense. Because that's like one of the few things the kids might actually want to see is a circle vision. <laughs> but you're going to put the kid cot right outside of it, I, I guess. I think the um, I think that Canada is very photogenic. I think there's a lot of good <laughs> good sort of vantage points, particularly to one golden sun. <laughs> yes. Hey, Carrie. <laughs> hey, Carrie. Um, but yeah, like like the gardens there, the flowers there, and then there's like yes. a little house back there. And then as you go up, as you're going like toward O Canada, there's sort of the rocks with the water coming down, and that's really you up the pretty. stairs to nowhere. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's you know where are you going? Um, so I think in summary, we're, we're kind of saying, you know, Canada falls a lot into the 
conversation we had about the American Adventure, minus having a really good attraction. Yeah, it, it's funny. Yeah. Canada's almost up there in Italy with uselessness. It, it, I think if you paired off Italy and Canada for me, I'd probably pick Italy. Wow. Even with, even without Canada. the attraction. Yeah. It's funny how Canada now we're making Italy. Every, everything... Italy is our measuring stick of bad, bad pavilion. I, I'd take Italy <laughs> over Morocco, too. I mean, Polly, where's the lie? The Italy pavilion is like... <sighs> yeah, there's the no lie. Worst. It's sad. There's no lie. It's bad. So I mean, yeah, between those two, give, give me give me my Guinness stew. I'm going with the UK. Mm. All right. Me let's, too. Let's see who's going to be the last one to make the final four, and I think we'll have a little bit more fun with this pairing because uh, it may not be so depressing like the last two. Uh, there's Ooh. one country we haven't talked about yet: Mexico uh, versus Japan. Ooh. You want to? I take love it? the Mexico. Yeah. Why don't, why don't one of you take us through Mexico? Who wants to do it? I'm going to named... do it, Dan. Go, Amy. <laughs> Who go. named Amy wants to do it? I'll do it. <laughs> Can Casey step in now and take us through Mexico? I think she I would love this it. pavilion. I think she would, too. It is... Most of the pavilion is indoors, which is wonderful. Yes. So as, as you approach the Mexico pavilion, if you are coming from Future World and you've come across the bridge to World Showcase and you hang a left... Mexico is the first pavilion you will come to and there are two restaurants along the water and their names are completely escaping me. It's La what Hacienda, is it? Cantina? La Hacienda, the Hacienda de San Angel and Cantina. Yeah, it's San the Cantina. Cantina. Like their Tr names always totally escape and me. The soon to be open Margarita stand. <laughs> yeah, the Margarita stands being rebuilt for your future enjoyment. And then there is also a meet and greet for um, Three Caballeros version yes. of Donald Duck. They have the meet yes, and greet the there with, with a themed background, which is very nice. There's always a line there when he's out. And then you walk up into the the pyramid. You go in Do there. Not climb the please, don't, please don't scale the outside. Don't Do scale the outside. Just be upon. normal. Be normal. Um, there's a ramp on the right side over by the Donald Duck meet and greet. If stairs there's are problematic, a ramp on the right. <laughs> Probably. What's wrong with you? What's really wrong with you? But anyway, I, I sort of like to use the ramp because it's like grown up with a lot of foliage and you sort mm. of feel like you're going to a little jungle. You go the ramp, then you, you go in the side door. But yeah, there, there's always some sort of art display in there in the foyer when you first walk in, and there's like kid caught there, and so kids are getting stuff done. And then you enter the main room of the Mexico Pavilion, and it's gorgeous. It's lit and painted like you're going into a courtyard at night. The air conditioning is always glorious in there. <laughs> <laughs> So you go in, you go down on either side. There's a ramp on either side where you can descend down into this lovely courtyard. And there are um, Mexi Mexican-themed wares that you can buy there in the center. It's sort of like an open-air um, open store. So you can see... What headgear can you get there? Uh, huge sombreros. <laughs> sombreros of various sizes. You can uh, serapes, blankets, all sorts of things. Um, Dean, we should have put onto the six-category headgear. Headgear. Yes, headgear. We're, we're adding it for the final four. 
<laughs> hey, there's some fun hats in of... Canada. We didn't talk about that. That's true. Yeah, yeah. But she can get a lot of like carvings, like clay carvings, stone carvings, things like that. You can get um, a little bit of Three Caballeros merchandise that's tied into the attraction mm-hmm. that used to be El Rio del Tiempo, and now it is Three Caballeros. Um, there's a store on the left there that has like jewelry and, and finer, the finer things in life are over there. And then on the right, there is the um, Cava del Tequila is over there. Mm-hmm. Being all, you know, fancy to itself, all the things you can go to. And then they have the, what is it, San Angel? Is it San Angel Inn? Is that the yes. name of it? The, yes. the restaurant that overlooks the water. You watch the boats going by that are entering the attraction. And you just stated the best part about the restaurant. <laughs> it totally is. <laughs> Dean is not a fan of that I, restaurant. And I, ga- I gave it a recent retry. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, yeah it's it's, a, it's passable like it. food in a fantastic setting. Yeah, I agree with that. Mm-hmm. But the attraction, I personally love the attraction. There are people that don't care for the attraction. Oh, I love, I attraction. love it. Donde esta Donald? Donde esta Donald? Yes. You're looking for Donald. And they brought back the animatronics from the old uh, Mickey Mouse review. Yes. Spoiler alert. I, I Sorry. Absolutely. Oh. <laughs> Dean, it's not a spoiler anymore. Come on, it's not a spoiler. <laughs> Everyone who listens to us knows about it. But I love Del Rio Del Tiempo. I love the new attraction as well. It, it's charming. It's fun. I, I love them. love both versions. So the Mexico Pavilion, I always say that that is my favorite pavilion. But now the France Pavilion is a, a high competitor for Mexico now. Wow. So it, even without an attraction now. Interesting. Even without an... Well, I mean, they have the movie. But like, you know... True. But I, what I love about the Mexico Pavilion is that most of it is enclosed inside the pyramid. So you can go in there and you can cool off. <laughs> Whereas, you know, the other pavilions are mostly out of doors. So. Roiling in the sun. All right, so that's, yes. a, that's a good summary of Mexico. Now we need to do the compare and contrast versus Japan, who we had pretty high marks to say. Uh, somewhat narrowly beating China. But uh, yeah, how, how do you feel these two compare? Mm. I think restaurants and particularly bars, I'm going to give strong to Mexico uh, because I yep. really like yeah. I really like their quick service. Uh, that that's one that we do almost every trip. And uh, if I had to pick between the two sit downs, I'd go on the water. Uh, but that's, I mean, and, that's a and, real nice add to that pavilion. I mean, just from a variety, I mean, you've got basically six different places you can eat or drink in Mexico if you count the pop up stand that they have outside. Right. Um. So, and, and, and for all tastes, uh, I mean, as much as I like Japan, I, I think you got to go with Mexico for the edge. Yeah, and then attractions characters, I would go towards Mexico. We? Yes. Uh, shopping? <laughs> ah. Shopping! Oh, J- shopping? Japan? You know, I, would, I would give that to Japan for shopping, I think, honestly. Yeah. You know what's I funny? Would I would Japan. give... I give the actual merchandise to Japan. I think the setting of that kind of courtyard, yeah, that is, is really neat. Festival yeah. in Mexico. I think that might give it the edge to me. So I might go with Mexico on that. Although I, I'd never buy any. I'd never buy. Any. <laughs> they don't have souvenir I purchased cups. a lot of things there. <laughs> they used to have. They used to have piggy banks that were painted. 
to look like different things like not flowers. the great piggy bank adventure piggy uh, no they had they one. were like clay piggy banks and they were painted and they were really intricate and i bought one there that looked just like my dog Lincoln's. Cooper. No, Lincoln's just like my dog know. Cooper. It was painted to look like a beagle, and it looked oh. just like him. Wait, and so I bought that there. Yeah, my my Cooper, dearly departed Cooper. Cooper. Huh? When did you have Cooper? I had Cooper. I'm trying to think. I want a picture. I've never seen Cooper. Okay. Yeah, Cooper was a beagle, and he I was sent you a picture sweet. of my phone booth. That's true, we did. When we were talking, about, was, when we were talking about the UK, I sent you a picture of a phone booth. Yes, he did. <laughs> He's got a phone booth in his living room. Yeah, just let everyone know, I, I did not get a dog. I do not currently have a dog. Cooper has... It's Amy dog. as a kid, not Amy's kid. Mm-hmm. But yeah, <laughs> they used to have those banks, and then they have like... I think they have like, even like masks and stuff. Like They have they all do. kinds of like crafty things in there in the Mexico Pavilion. And I think Polly really sold me a, a you know, theme architecture. I'll throw ambiance in in that category. So yeah. Giving, giving that to Mexico. And then I, personal connection, I definitely feel stronger. Mexico is something we have to do every trip multiple times. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. Even before mm-hmm. Tacaba, um, Mexico was one of those quintessential. I mean, not only that, but if you're doing Epcot, quote unquote, the correct way, it's the first pavilion you go to. The correct <laughs> way. <laughs> I always go clockwise. Yes. Always go clockwise. That's just me. Yeah, I would choose. It dep- for me, it I mean, depends I love, where, I, where I come in. If I come yeah, in international, I love Gateway, Japan. But I'm gonna choose. I'm gonna choose Mexico over Japan. Japan is really strong, though. This is, is a difficult choice. Yeah, it's, it's a tough choice. It's not as tough as Norway over Germany, but I'm gonna go with Mexico over Japan. Yeah. All right, we have a final four. I'm just going to keep working across our pairings here. So France and the UK on one side, Norway, Mexico on the other side. And since we just spent a long time introducing Mexico, let's stay stay right there and now compare it versus Norway. So we got neighbors. Wow. Um, Well, let's go down to criteria. The first one. (laughs) Let them fight it out. (laughs) All right, let's 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 duke it out by criteria: attractions and characters. Okay, attraction and characters, I gotta go with Norway, personally. Yeah. They, yeah. Both, they both have a boat ride. Donald do. versus the uh, Frozen Sisters. All of the princesses. <laughs> and, oh, it's true. If you throw in all the princesses. Yeah. That's what, I, that's what oh. I'm saying. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. Maybe they should change San Angel into a character meal. <laughs> oh, don't. don't now, if they, added, <laughs> if they added Conchito Pistoles and um, Jose Carioca. Jose, Karaoke. They're not going to do them, that. If they added them full time to the Mexico Pavilion, to me, I would rather well, see not them than anyone at Norway. <laughs> I would Mexican. rather see the three caballeros as a group than anyone they're at Norway. They're from Brazil and Peru. Listen. Hey, they're caballeros, okay? They're birds of a feather. South America, <sighs> whatever. I mean, <laughs> but I mean, it's Donald. It's like, enough, Middle East. Because it's the three caballeros in the attraction. They're in the attraction. So yes. it's obviously going to be okay to stick them outside. Look, if you're going to complain about anyone, go back to complaining about Aladdin and Jasmine and the genie in Morocco. That's what yeah. you should really be complaining about. I will. Cool or, or all the, the bitter spit about uh, Norway and Arendelle not really being in Norway, the version of Elsa Arendelle. Yeah. Even though Norway is really Scandinavia and Denmark is part of Scandinavia. 
which is where Hans Christian Andersen is from. <sighs> anyway. All right. So, um, strong uh, feelings there, but it sounds like Norway would win the attraction's characters. Yes. How about the yeah. shopping? Oh, I got to go to Mexico. I think Mexico wins the shopping, even though you're going to have... Oh, what's what's the... What's the name? The perfumer, the Layla perfume. Oh yeah, Garnes. Yep. Garnes. Even though yep. you have Garnes represented, you know his, his fabulous perfumes over here in Norway. I'm still going to choose Mexico because Mexico is more of an experience with your shopping, versus Norway has now just been taken over, you know, by Frozen. So I'm definitely going to choose Mexico. I agree, and, and despite my uh, feelings on San Angel Inn, I'm also going to stick with Mexico for restaurants and bars how about you guys yeah I, I i agree with that um and amy not to take away your vote but as, as much as i say that the princess breakfast is cool it's just regular the breakfast and mm -hmm. akersh's dinner has nothing on the menu to really interest me to go over there to eat for the food it would be clearly just going over there um for the princesses compare and contrast with getting multiple types of mexican food tequila margaritas fireworks viewing um it, yeah just yeah i gotta go with mexico me too all right then our last two criteria so we'll stick with theme architecture and, and again i'm just throwing ambiance in there lately um mexico versus norway and, and you know Nor norway on the architecture is strong it is. I, I got to go Mexico, though, for the ambiance. Because when you go into the pavilion, when you go inside, it feels like you're somewhere else. Versus Norway. And Nor Norway now, with the way that Frozen has sort of invaded and taken over, it feels more like Fantasyland, hmm. in my opinion. Interesting. That's yeah. fair, because versus... the, the original Stave Church was actually a really cool thing to go in and visit. Yep. Um, yeah. And my strongest bit of architecture in Norway is the restaurant, which is kind of yep. unfair that you have to go and, and pay for yeah, a buffet it's... meal in order to experience that part of it, whereas Mexico is yeah, kind of open mean, to everybody. And the theming inside the queue for Frozen Ever After is very, very, very Norway. Um, you know, we were actually remarking that. It was like, man, this is almost exactly like what we saw on the cruise. Um, but at no point did I feel like when I was standing in there, that it was 7.30 at night, no matter what time you go in the pavilion, like you do in Mexico. Mm -hmm. You can go in there right at the time when World Showcase opens at 11, and it is 7.30 at night when you walk in. Mm -hmm. All right. So, That's then, why yeah. I'm choosing Mexico for that. Right. Yeah, and Our last, last category is any sort of personal connection you have, either Mexico or Norway. And again, I think that it may not be quite connection, but the fact that I feel that Mexico is a multi-time per trip, every trip pavilion versus Norway, yeah, we yeah. get there. We get there when we do. Um, I, I feel stronger towards Mexico. If you had asked me this ten years ago, before these changes had taken place to both pavilions, I might have said Norway because my dad really has loved the Norway pavilion as far as going to Kringla. Like the thing, the things that he has loved. Like he really liked, um, he really liked Maelstrom. Um, I remember going in and like watching the post, the post attraction movie, you know, with him and things like that. I, you know, the I've, oil I've rigs. Been, I've loved, <laughs> I've loved loving the Norway pavilion. Or is this fantasy you know, football now? Where it's talking about the Norwegian oil rigs? 
As far as like, you know, remembering things, but like, I, I also remember like trying on all those crazy sombreros with my mom in Mexico and like her taking our pictures. And buying yeah. one just, and flying it home. You know, yeah, just silly things like that. I mean, we've enjoyed them both as a family for so long, like their original versions, but now I guess I feel like I've sort of written Norway off because now it. it it's all just frozen and I just don't have that big of a personal connection with frozen and I'm not a huge princess aficionado. So I, you know, I, I would rather go with Mexico now, even though it's different as well. It's not the same attraction, but, um, I don't know my personal connection now. I, I just don't have much of a personal connection with Norway anymore. So I would go with Mexico for that now. All right. Uh, my tally here says that, you know, you can vary the strengths, but we are four to one to the Mexico Pavilion. No. Anybody agree with Mexico making the finals? No, not really. I mean, it's funny if it wasn't for the 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 technology in Frozen Ever After um, and that attraction. I don't know. Even as we have family in actual Norway, I don't know if we'd make it a point to go over there. So yeah, Mexico. All right, and then let's have the UK square off against France. And I think we'll just stick with mm. our, our approach here. Restaurants and bars. So, mm. You know what? It, and I'm going to take a little bit different tack. I feel more comfortable in the UK. Cuisine-wise? France seems a little bit... Yeah, I, I, just in how I feel. Like, I don't feel as relaxed when I'm in okay. France. I feel like i got to be in a little bit better behavior. <laughs> <laughs> That's tough for you. Which is hard for me. I feel like I can be a little bit more... You like Rowdy um, Pub over uh, maybe... Casual. I mean, I'm not, not to the level of hooliganism, but um, <laughs> I, you know, I, I feel like I can be a little bit more casual. You're throwing um, on your rugby jersey and taping down your ears and just walking right in that bar. Right. <laughs> you know, I, I don't know. If, there's no problem with grabbing a pint and grabbing some fish and chips and just strolling, hey, strolling around outside waiting for um, illuminations You know, over, over there by the lagoon. Um, whereas France, I feel you know, yeah. The, the fish Chefs and chip, France, Monsieur the, Paul. The, the fish and um, chip game Arizona is strong. Very, yeah, it, it, it's strong. I, you know, it, it, I just I don't know. There's something about it. It feels a little bit more proper over in France. So I me personally, I give feel, the edge to the oh, UK. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, that's Sorry. it. I, I just would personally give it to the UK. Oh, okay. I was going to say, I feel more enveloped by the theme in France, Mm -hmm. because when you walk, you know, into the center of it, and there's the courtyard, and you walk up in the air, you're sort of surrounded by it, versus in the United Kingdom, you have the, it's more open, and you have the lagoon, and you can see other pavilions much more easily than in France, it's sort of like a horseshoe shape, where you walk up in there. And unless you turn around, you're, you're sort of, you know, you're surrounded. And uh, No, if you go all the way back to the boulangerie, you, you can be lost back there. Yep. Yeah. You, 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 and then you end up in Depressions de France, whether you want to or yeah. not. Right. And then you have, you have the movie back there. Um, I love the, the artisan de glace. I love the, mm-hmm. the ice cream. And, and I'll, oh, I'll, I'll combat Polly's feeling uppity in France by saying, go eat. <laughs> At the at the boulangerie because the sandwiches are fantastic. You know I love the breakfast yes. there. 
uh, the pastries, the, the beverages as well. You can have your own little counter service meal, sit back in that seating area, and, and be as casual as you want to be. Um, you can ha have some of the offerings that they have at um, Chefs de France. You can get some of those at the counter service place as well. Absolutely. Sort of make your little a la carte, you know, deal, you know, cheaper than you would get them at Chefs de France. I don't know if the serving sizes are the same or anything like that, but you can get some of the things are offered at both places. So, Amy, if you had to pick which one for food and beverage? Oh, gosh. Um, I really love Rose and Crown, but I gotta go France because they have the ice cream and then they have the new boulangerie and I, I love Chefs de France personally. The, so the, the ice cream smile is almost as strong as the Aloha pork smile right there. I know. Almost. I did you hear it, Paul? Almost. You heard it, right? Yeah, I did. I heard it. <laughs> ice cream. I can't help it. It's so good. All right. How about I attractions? Attractions and characters. Oh wait, Dean. What? What was your choice? Oh, I I'm, said UK. I'm, Amy I'm said strong France. France. Strong France. Okay. All yeah, right, not you know there's certain restaurants or I'm sorry certain pavilions with their restaurants I'm looking at you Italy that just has volume because they have a lot of yes. options I think these yep. are all quality options um, nope I agree and, and they hit every tier you got the sit signature sit down you got the casual sit down you have the ice cream stand you have the counter service you have the uh, stands out front uh, this is one of my favorite places to eat is France uh, gotcha. for, for attractions and characters so um yeah, UK, it's UK, France. UK has the music in the back. UK has yeah. characters. France eh. actually has an attraction. <laughs> yes. Yeah, United Kingdom France. has more characters represented as far as Winnie the Pooh and Tigger and then Alice in Wonderland and then um, Mary Poppins. Whereas in France, they have um, Belle and Dress Belle. Yeah, blue dress mm -hmm. bell. You can't find village attire bell anywhere no. else on property, I don't think. And, and uh, sometimes over by Gaston's Tavern. And oh, okay. Also, they yeah, also have bell. She was over there. Okay. And, and yeah. don't forget they have bell. Yeah. And bell. <laughs> and bell. <laughs> well, they also have Aurora. They do. They have Aurora, and they all, and when Aurora's not out, they have bell. Yes. <laughs> so. You know what else they have? An attraction. And they have an attraction. They do. They have the film. They <laughs> have the movie film. film. They also have the um, Grey Goose slush over in France. You're going that back is to quite a and, bars. and, and yes. they have they have an artist there who can do um, caricatures and sketches and things there next to the lagoon. Not necessarily of you, but they can of someone. Right, <laughs> and they have crepes. They do. France has a lot to offer. I just really love France. So who are you it going does. attractions and characters, Amy? Are you going France or UK? Oh, gosh. It's hard to go against Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> it's hard. Um, and live Beatles music. Which yeah, isn't just Beatles I mean, anymore, actually. It's, it's, uh, it's tough to go against those characters from the UK. I mean, those are really the good UK characters. The UK does not have an attraction. I know. I guess I'm I going have to France. go to France. But, but Amy really France, likes the characters. And, uh, That's France, fine. France doesn't have live music. If it's raining, you're not going to get the France has the guy that comes with the chairs, doesn't... Don't they have the guy they, with the chairs that like, climbs chair. up really high? They do have the chair stacker. Monsieur Chair. Yeah. Monsieur Chair. <laughs> All right, shopping. <laughs> um, I got to go with UK on this one. 
Yeah, I do too. France, they have the shop where they sort of have the stuff that's, you know, generic, like Eiffel Tower statues and things like that. Yeah. You know, the things you would expect. And then they also have... Duty-free. It's an airport duty-free shop. Yeah, they, they also France. have the shop with, like, the perfumes. Right, and they have I think the perfumery. I think it's branded, like, Guerlain. Is that how you pronounce it? G-E-R-L-E-I-N. Go with that. Um, they have the cosmetics and the, uh, the perfumes there, which you can buy... Probably in your finer department stores and things, possibly. <laughs> or not it's, so fine department stores. You know, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> that's not a brand that I necessarily shop for a lot. But that it's available there in the France Pavilion. I, um, I bought my uh, Tour de France shirt in the France Pavilion. Yeah. Because they actually have versus, some shopping in the back there uh, near the Boulangerie. Yeah. Versus over there in the UK, they I think they offer a wider variety of things, like... They have in the, in, you know, in the rear where, like, um, Winnie the Pooh and Tigger would be around that area. They've got good sort of, like, a kid's shop yeah, with, like, toys and stuffed animals and things. Yep. They have a lot of Beatles merchandise. You can spend um, a lot of time just browsing in the shops there. Where yeah. they feel like you have to leave the perfumery after, like, five minutes. Because you're sneezing. You're just... <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. It's like, all right, I'm done. Yeah. We bought, we bought uh, red, say... red phone booth canisters in the UK Pavilion. I'm going to say for shopping, I'm going to say United Kingdom uh, over France. I did as well. All right. How about yeah, me too. theme and architecture? France. I'm going to say France as well. Yeah. I think it's more about the atmosphere than anything. that gets me. And, and I love going in the back in the UK in the garden area. Oh, that. totally. Mm-hmm. No, nothing wrong. I mean, this is not like a landslide blow up, but I, I would pick France. And any personal connection? Which My last know? name. So that's, that's uh, Germany? Uh, it's Italy. We're back to that. <laughs> it's Moroccan, right? My we, we just put anything we don't know into Morocco. The... <laughs> Le Poli. My affinity for the France Pavilion has really grown in the last five years or so. I, I've sort of rediscovered it. No, I just... I've rediscovered it. Like, honestly, I've like mentioned Press Petties a lot, but like Press Petties has sort of helped me rediscover World Showcase because I didn't get into Press Petties until... A couple of years ago, and so it, it sort of makes you go into the pavilions and hunt for the machines. Some of them aren't easy to find, but you discover things that you didn't know were there in your hunt for, you know, the press petty machine. So I, I've got a newfound love for the France Pavilion. The UK, I absolutely love that as well, but All right, I'm I don't know. i got to give it to I, France. I got Amy 4-1 to one France, myself, yeah. I am 4-1 to one France, and Paula, you are 3-2 to two France. There you go. Anybody, anybody disagree with France versus Mexico in the finals? No. And no, this no. isn't the World Cup. <laughs> All right, let's do it. France versus Mexico. Ooh wee. That sounds like a vote for France. That. <laughs> <laughs> I, for some reason, I was not expecting France versus Mexico. Did you guys think this is who we would have at the end? I'm actually kind of surprised Norway isn't here. Well, it got, yes. picked, off, got picked off by Mexico last round, otherwise it might it have did. been. It and, did, and, and Norway picked off Germany, which would have been one of my other ones, yeah. you know, for the final yeah. four. So, yeah. These are two pavilions that we don't necessarily talk about a lot when we talk about going to Epcot. Paul, I think we take them for granted. Germany. I think and, we take uh, them for granted. Yeah. France and... Uh, All right, uh, shall we do this one more time? 
We know what's there, so now we just got to pick it. And we'll start with restaurants and bars. And this is strong because, again, both volume, both high quality. And yeah. This might come down to what you want. Yeah, um, and, and I think it does because I, I just like paired them off real quick in my head. And I give France yeah. an edge for having a signature dining. I give Mexico the edge I, for yes. having more approachable dining for me. Um, yes. And, and I'll take La Cava over the ice cream place. So. <laughs> well, now, see, I'm is, the I, opposite because I don't, I, I don't drink at all. So a lot of Mexico's strength is with alcohol. Absolutely. They, they're very strong with that. They've got the alcohol game <laughs> tied down over there with La Cava. And that's something that I don't care about. Well, the other so thing, that, too, is France has a variety in alcohol if you do drink. Absolutely. Mexico yes. has tequila. Yes. And tequila, and then tequila in some other drinks, and then there's some other tequila over here. And they have beers as well. <laughs> Uh, yeah, they got those cerveza, por favor. They do. Um, Which is better than but, what France offers for beer. Now, France, don't they also beer. have a place where you can go and get wine by the glass? Yes. Or is that another pavilion? No, they have nope. wine by the glass there. They, they got have, wine. Okay. They have the slushies, the great uh, you mentioned yep. before, the Grey Goose. Vodka. And, uh, yep. Oh, what's the other one? The, um, Grand Marnier. Grand Marnier, thank you. Slushies. Love. Um, yeah. uh, France has breakfast. Mexico doesn't. That's a good point. France has... Yeah, I gotta I got go with France for this one. I'm going with France as well. I I can't tell you the last time that I ate at Mexico, but my mom and I really like um, Chefs de France, the prefix menu. We like to go there and eat that sometimes. Oh, the profiteroles. Like... Yeah, you, you get the profiteroles? Um, so I always get like the macaroni and the bisque and the um, creme brulee. Oh, That's my brulee. my yeah. meal over there. I love that. But yeah, uh, I, France. I've eaten at France a lot more than I've eaten at Mexico, so I'm gonna give the food to France. Yeah, I I don't disagree. It's like almost like a 52-48 for me. It's really close, but uh, if I had to pick today, I'll pick France. If you made me pick again tomorrow, I might change my mind. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, attractions and characters. France has Bell. It wins. <laughs> I want to break in and say that we might have another Illuminations lawnmower moment shortly because no, the, that's fine. the mowers are here. <laughs> we might have another flying lawnmower Illuminations no, we're good. moment. <laughs> um, oh, I, I think attractions and characters is mm. I, Mexico. You're giving it to Mexico? Give it to Mexico oh. because you got a ride over yes. a movie. Yeah, yes. and that's a big tiebreaker. You know, I joke about Belle. I mean, I, I'm, I'm as excited to meet uh, Mexico Donald as I would be any princess. So uh, the having the boat ride is a huge plus. That's me as well. I'm not a huge princess aficionado, but the fact that you, you have um, Donald dressed in a themed country costume which is pretty rare these days. Like, they used to have a lot more of that. They used to have, um, like, Colonial, Mickey and Minnie. Which and they, they used still to have do, Goofy. but only only holiday Because I met them all on uh, 4th of July. Yeah. But you don't get they them all. Used to I have, wish you get them all the time. That'd be great. You can see the characters that, that are at France. You can see them at a couple different character meals. Like, you can see them... I would think at the princess character meal over at the Magic Kingdom, at the castle, um, you can see Belle 
a lot, like different places. Aurora, I think she's also. I mean, you can see them in Norway. You can see them at, at the castle, I think. So I am going to choose the most unique character that you can't meet anywhere else. I'm going to choose Donald Duck in Mexico. All right. How about shopping? Because uh, for, mm. for me, neither of them has a real strong game in shopping. This isn't Japan, for example. Uh, yeah. I, as I think back, we've probably bought more things in France, but I probably enjoy my time browsing in Mexico a bit more. I have bought a lot more merchandise in Mexico over the years than I have in France. I've made maybe one purchase in France in my entire visiting history. So I'm going to say Mexico. Because it's like Polly said, the shopping in France is more up I guess upscale is a good word for it I mean you they have the perfumery from you know Gerlin merchandise and then you have the little the wine by the glass and then in the back you have the general merchandise store where they have the Eiffel Tower things a little bit of jewelry and some merchandise branded you know World Showcase Epcot with the characters kind of looking like they're in France but that's about it snooty I, I wouldn't say snooty I would say just I want to say upscale, but that seems wrong, too. I don't know. Snooty. I mean, more specialized? It's okay. Say snooty. It's a little but, less knick-knack um, browsing. You know, the Mexico shopping yeah. is a little bit more flea market feeling. Yes, true. but it's so fun. It is. It's like you're in a, an open-air bazaar. It's like you're in a festival. It's bizarre. How bizarre. <laughs> do, do, do. Yeah. So yeah, sounds, I choose Mexico. Sounds to me like you're both yeah. strong Mexico on the shopping. Yes. I'm, I'm going to go slight edge France for me on that one. Theme me. and architecture. <sighs> I, I Theme can't, and architecture. I can't get over being inside that building in Mexico. I mean, like, all I that know. It's, it's 7.30 at night no matter what time you go in. And, and I think they've only enhanced it with the outdoor pavilion. Uh, restaurants and, and the way those are themed. That building, how you 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 climb the stairs or you climb the ramp and you go into it and you're like transported immediately, and that air conditioning hits you as soon as the door opens. You walk in, you're like, oh, so good. <laughs> yes, so awesome. I'm going to say Mexico for this, even though it's very close. Paul? Yeah, I agree. Mexico. Paul is back in the building. <laughs> what happened to you? I left the room. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do that without the abrupt <laughs> office door closing. It's like he stepped out for a minute and then like the door closed. It's like, oh. Yes. France. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I, I agree. Mexico. Yeah, I would Mexico. go Mexico as well. And then any personal connection, other tie-breaking in your brain about where you want to be and how you want to do it. Mexico wins for personal connection, for sure. I was a huge fan of El Rio del Tiempo. That was a must-do every time I would go into Epcot. I had to do El Rio del Tiempo. Um, the movie in France, it's sort of like take it or leave it as far as like doing it every time. Um, Mexico, man. I mean, it's right there as you enter World Showcase. If you enter from Future World, it's the first pavilion. It's like, yay. It's def you know how, like, sometimes you call it a day about, you know, a quarter or a third of the way through World Showcase. And so you turn around 
I'm gonna start walking back. You might not make it to France if you go clockwise every time. So we always made it to Mexico. And I just, I just love the Mexico pavilion. I love all my funny pictures I have of trying on the funny hats and like the blankets and things that my mom took of me through the years. So I'm gonna say Mexico. Yeah, I, I don't disagree. I mean, I mean, for connection, I I really am attracted to both these pavilions. And it's funny because you talk about entering uh, World Showcase and how you always make it to Mexico. We often stay in the Boardwalk area because we've done Swan Dolphin so many times along with the Disney resorts over there. I often mm-hmm. think of entering Epcot as walking through the France Pavilion. Yes. So it, it's, yes. A really, it's a perspective of how you get there for as far as like what's your initial... So both of these are actually really good like segues into the world showcase um mm-hmm. but again i mean I, i'm looking i'm kind of cheating here because i have like france slash mexico for my restaurants and bars i have mexico slash france for shopping <laughs> i'm kind of <laughs> i'm kind of the same here but I, I guess again having forced to make a decision i'm gonna go with mexico on this one um more for the the way it makes you feel when you're there i mean the the france pavilion yes. depending on what part of the france pavilion i'm in can feel a little bit standoffish like Polly described you know some of those shops i don't feel as comfortable lingering mexico i feel like i could grab a, a snack or a cocktail and just hang out for a while and i like mm-hmm. that i like that connection with the pavilion Mm-hmm. yeah about- no i agree unanimous all right then uh speaking of unanimous Polly, you went 4-1 mexico amy you went 4-1 mexico and i went three and a half one and a half mexico <laughs> <laughs> So, I think unless you guys are saying we're crazy, uh, we are going to declare our favorite pavilion to be the Mexico Pavilion. And, you know, it doesn't surprise me because it has a ride, it has some other level of attraction, it has good shopping, it has strong restaurants and bars. I think it really is a plus in all five of these categories. Mm Mm-hmm. And let's also mention we can sort of have the the cheerleaders of this to be the international gateway we've mentioned it a couple times but that is a way that you can get in and out of epcot good World store Showcase. over there by the way you ever go in that back store? there oh yeah absolutely is it like is it port of call is that the name of it i can't remember there. yeah but i love that shop they have a lot of you know general epcot merchandise and the background music there at international gateway is one of my favorite loops Oh, Amy, one Beautiful. more, more matchup for you before we sign off. Uh-oh. Italian Pavilion or African Outpost? <laughs> <laughs> you can get your face painted. You can there get are drums. There are you drums. You can get soft serve ice cream, which my mom loves, and they have tables that you can sit there and, uh, and look out at the water from there. I'm going to choose Africa Outpost. They also have a shop there where you can get jewelry that's made out of old park maps. That is cool. And it's like like recycling. It's very eco-friendly. And they also have like charms and plush at that shop. It's along the water. I'm going to choose African Outpost over Italy. That's awesome. It is awesome. (laughs) Same. All right, Polly, oh, oh, here's another matchup. Here's another random matchup. Okay, a friendship boat from Future World Side to Germany or a friendship boat from Future World Side to Morocco? Germany. Yeah, I gotta go Germany. 
I gotta go Germany as well for better. their teddy bar. Yes, better drop-off spot. I feel like I have more options if I get dropped off at Germany. Mm-hmm. And also, if you're dropped off at Germany, you can, you know, you can hang a left there, and you're gonna go China, Norway, Mexico. Ooh, I forgot a major category. We gotta do this all over again. <laughs> what? Bathrooms. What <laughs> oh. Maybe that's a different episode. That's a whole different show. Yes. <laughs> and getting some relief while you tour the world showcase—that <laughs> <laughs> is the good stuff. <laughs> Clean bathrooms near your favorite bar—that is the good stuff. <laughs> this has been the good stuff. Thank you for listening to Butter and Bacon. For personalized trip planning services and expertise, please contact Becca via email at Becca at AdventuresOutThereTravel.com, on Twitter at AIOT Travel, or visit our website, AdventuresOutThereTravel.com, where you can get more information, read our blog, subscribe to our newsletter, and request a quote. Let them know Butter and Bacon sent you. You can follow Butter and Bacon on Twitter at Butter and Bacon on Instagram as Butter and Bacon Podcast. And please contact us via email at butterandbaconpodcast at gmail.com. To get the good stuff delivered hot and fresh, please subscribe to Butter and Bacon in your podcast app of choice. Dearest listener, it is with deepest pride and greatest pleasure that we welcome you tonight. And now we invite you to relax. Let us pull up a chair as Bert et Bacon proudly presents your outtakes. Bathrooms near your favorite bar? That is the good stuff. <laughs> I like it. I'm using it. <laughs> no, you're not. I triple dog dare you. That's awesome. Oh, it's in. It's right. in. Six versus 11. So the UK pavilion against Morocco. And again, we're thinking of this in terms of restaurants and bars, attractions, characters you get to meet there, uh, shopping, theme and architecture, and your personal connection. Hey, Dean, hang on a second. I'm having a really hard time hearing you right now. I think it's because someone's inside of a washing machine. I, there's a lot of noise right now, Polly. Yeah, it's me. It's the wind. Oh, okay. I can barely Moving hear to Dean. it. It's kissing him, well, Wendy. How? I don't know how my wind is making Dean quiet. I know. It sounded like <laughs> Dean was fading away, slowly fading out. Did that happen? To All you, of Polly? a sudden, Dean starts going like this. Did I? <laughs> yes. Hello, listeners. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Hello, Amy. That's funny. It was like he was floating away in a hot air balloon. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get you, Beer Baron. No, you won't. <laughs> All right, let's try that again. Norway Goofy, they had him out for something, like for Epcot 35, I think, for cast, maybe, right, or for D23. Who's standing in the, um, in the uh, fountain? The wind tunnel? Some, that's somebody, somebody standing in the, the Future World fountain right now. We got a lot of noise. We got a lot of noise issues right now. Our listeners are gonna love it. They're gonna love all of this. Uh oh, Paulie <gasps> stepped out of the fountain.
Sir, stop I taking feel... the quarters. Yeah, stop stealing the money, Polly. I guess to make a wish. Come Sir, on. that's not where you get your press pennies. It's <laughs> where I get you my press, press penny money. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, gosh. Mmm. Neither are really France. the strongest shopping game for me. Yeah, yeah let's go as the ambiance. Polly, get out of the fountain. Polly, they yeah, asked the you to get out of the it's, fountain. It's the air conditioner. <laughs> Sir, um, we have ways to collect that change. We don't need you in there. This is better. <laughs> Sir, stop recreating the opening of Friends. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be there for you. No one told me podcasting was going to be this way. <laughs> they did. Nice. You said no. <laughs> yeah, you would have said no. Ah. <laughs> uh. Jingle bell, jingle bam. <laughs>